Welcome to the Ritual Cast, an exploration into the weird and wonderful world of witchcraft and spirituality. I'm your host, Sky Riley. If you're looking for all the answers, you won't find them here. What you will find is an honest take on my journey. The good, the bad, and the flammable. The, the flammable? Yeah. We're going with the flammable. All often right. often flammable. Flammable. You know, I, I don't know how comfortable I am uh, discussing with witchcraft with you and flaming things in such a small apartment but oh there's been flames in this house already so you just weren't here (laughs) is that what that mark is on the carpet yeah what have you done um candles are hard no they're that you light it and all right okay okay whatever the problem with candles is that i don't have any candle holders because that's like a step that I guess I forgot that not all candles come like in a jar. So that was a thing. That's my first that there you go. That's there's my first lesson, my first witch lesson. Not all candles come with a jar. <laughs> <laughs> and fire is scary. This is my producer and boyfriend Ted. The hag handyman. The hag handyman. Yes, uh, that's happening. Um, <laughs> <laughs> who, Hi. I'm going to be teaching some stuff as Whoa. I learn some stuff. I agreed to do this and and produce and do the editing. And despite the fact I'm probably going to listen to every one of these episodes probably six to seven times, I'm not going to retain any information. <laughs> <laughs> that's par for the course. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we'll see what happens. Yeah, I mean, it's nice to have someone to talk to, and it was just going to be me talking to myself, but I think this will be a little bit better. Yeah. All right, what, what, uh, what's, what's going on? So, um, I had this idea. I guess I should do like a little bit of background. We moved from Colorado, a landlocked state, uh, where I had lived most of my life, to New Hampshire um, in March of 2020, which was like the worst possible time you could move across the country during a global pandemic. But yeah, yeah, there's this little thing called COVID. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I have always felt a really strong connection with water, rivers, lakes, any kind of water I've always felt really connected to, but especially the ocean. Um, And so living here and being so close to said ocean, I just started feeling this weird like swirl of energy. It was like a call sort of um which may sound insane but little <laughs> i <laughs> but i i guess i've always been a little bit curious about magic magic just general spirituality i've you know been checking my chakras and chakra alignment for forever that's not a new thing i've had friends who know a lot about stones and herbs and and things like that um but i Probably maybe a two or three years ago, started getting really big into cooking. Um, so mm-hmm. thank God. <laughs> and you know, growing food is something that I eventually want to do. Having a garden, you know, actually 
you know, growing what, what I eat and at least herbs and things like that. So I started to get really, you know, more and more interested in it. And I found a local metaphysical store, which is a really fancy word for looking for seeds. You're like, I want a pumpkin. (laughs) You end up at like a witchcraft. I don't even remember why. I just, I had a day off and I was like, I want to do this. It was in like August. And I was like, I'm curious and I'm going to go to the metaphysical store and I'm going to see what's up. So I went in there and I talked to the awesome lady who works there, who I'll talk about many, many times. There's two of them, actually. They're both amazing. Do they have names? They do, but I don't, I'm not, I don't know if I should tell them or not. Uh, first name is fine, I think. First name. Well, I mean, they probably go by their first name. I'll, I'll just shout them out. Um, Angela and Karen. And they're both great. Karen, huh? I hope her I think her name is Karen. <laughs> <laughs> it's so weird because I have never- She'll let you know. Yeah, I know. <laughs> She'll be like, that's not my name. It's horrible, though. Whenever you meet people in that sort of a setting, you don't ever like introduce yourself by name. You just start talking, and then you realize- like. <laughs> A couple times in that you've never formally introduced yourself. <laughs> it's like your fourth meeting with them. You're like, hey, you. And it's just, it's too late at that point to like actually get there. So, or you just do what I do and call them by the wrong name until they correct you. And you're like, so. Well, I guess that's what we're doing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I got some stones and she, I talked to her a lot about that I was, you know, kind of struggling because I, a Christian. I've been raised Christian my entire life. So I, you know, really struggled with that, but we'll, we'll get into that on a different episode about my own personal struggles with religion and spirituality and all that stuff. That's not for today, but in general, I started this journey in August, 2020. It is now January, 2021. So I haven't been doing this for this long. Um, and that's kind of what, why I decided to start this I've noticed by joining, you know, random witchy reddits and Facebooks in an attempt to gain more knowledge that that's what a lot of people are looking for right now. They just want, you know, I see the post all the time like I'm a baby witch, which some people apparently hate the term baby witch. I don't care what you call yourself, it's fine and it's not a big deal. I see so many posts about I'm a baby witch, I'm new. You know, I just People just looking for direction and looking for answers and looking for information. I I would appreciate it if you didn't call yourself a baby witch because we have sex and that's weird. (laughs) That's fine. If if you would choose a different... um, (laughs) Some people say like fledgling witch or like witchling. I just say... I mean, I don't think that there should be like, I guess, levels. Like, I'm a witch. Like, I am a witch. I... Could consider myself that, and I, I might my knowledge might be like beginner level if you were to ask me that question. You, you but self-identify like, as a witch, yeah. But like, if you're gonna, <laughs> but if you're gonna like, if someone asks you like, like you'd call yourself a hockey player, well, but you're not gonna be like, I'm a baby hockey player. You know what I mean? <laughs> like you're just, like, yeah, you're right. You're. I you're would, I would say, say I play hockey. I yeah. wouldn't include my skill level because exactly. who the hell wants to hear that? Exactly. And no one asks. Like, literally right. nobody asks. <laughs> nobody so, gives two shits right. if I'm any good. Nobody fucking cares. So it's fine to call. I th- But I think it's a level of, like, you don't want to, like, there's women and men. Oh, God. Here there we comes go. a big boom. We have a cat, <laughs> and she's decided she hates the moon that's on the desk and the trash that's underneath it. 
So, yeah. Now we you, have to clean that up. If you ever hear loud banging, it's because our cat is angry that we're not paying attention to her. I will, of, co- of course, post cat no. payments. That, cat tax. That cat tax that, that happen on Instagram when that happens and all this. Suffice it to say that I think it's a weird thing to to bring up your skill level, but I think it has to do with, you know, there's women and men that have been doing this forever. They've been doing this for years. So coming into it, you know, you don't want to say like, it, like I, I understand the drawback of wanting of not wanting to be like, I'm a witch. <laughs> Meanwhile, there's like well, yeah, a woman sitting- they were- hunted essentially well i mean i was gonna say a woman standing next to you going yeah i've been fucking doing this for 30 years and you've been doing this for 30 seconds like you know what i mean (laughs) so but i think it's fine if you're practicing that's what it's called it's you're practicing magic it's just like being a doctor you're practicing being a doctor you're not there's not like the highest level of doctor like everyone's practicing I was just trying to think if there is a term for, like, the highest level of doctor. <laughs> like, who is doctor's boss? <laughs> the grand doctor. <laughs> it's like the senior surgeon of... <laughs> no, but I... <laughs> my train of thought actually was just, like, the postmaster general. It was like, there is a guy that's in charge of all of the mail, but not, <laughs> so but we, not all of the not doctors all of the or medicine. the witches. <laughs> There's no, there's no master warlock or anybody <laughs> like that. I think there is when it comes to covens and stuff like that, but we'll get into that at a later date. Okay, it's not that important. I will right learn now. and forget that some other day. <laughs> okay. Um. So my plan here is to talk about a different stone. Oh, I guess I should bring up uh, if you care about pigeonholing. I guess everyone wants to know what kind of witch you are. So I guess I would consider myself a solitary because I don't have a coven. There's a term eclectic witch, but I cannot for the life of me remember what that means right now. Green witch because of so the wait nature a minute. They, you ha- You have like classifications of witches? Yeah. Okay. There's a bunch. We can talk about that on a different date, too. But... Oh, my God. This podcast is going to last forever. <laughs> I told you. You were like, make sure you do your research so you have things like, to talk she's, about. She's going to run out of rocks one day, right? There's only like eight <laughs> spells. This ought to be fast. No. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> okay, here we go. <laughs> I told you. He was like, make sure you do your research so you have plenty to talk about. Like, Apparently, she already fucking did. I know. I'm ready. Now we now we know what this show is. My boyfriend doesn't know fuck all about witchcraft. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> I don't have enough beer. <laughs> Here we go. So I guess I would classify myself if you're even classifying. I'm a green witch. I'm a kitchen witch. Um, I guess sort of cosmic also. Green witch because of nature. Like that's a big thing for me. Um, all things natural and. We're going to talk a whole lot about crystals, so uh-huh. I already mentioned that I have a big thing about the ocean, so probably a sea witch. Maybe all the witch things. I don't know. There's there's so many groups. That, undeclared. You're undeclared. I'm undeclared, yeah. yeah. But if you, um, I'm going to be big, real big on white magic. It's totally fine. Like People do whatever they want to do, Like, but I, you're not going to learn how to hex people or put curses on people here or jinx people 
I also believe in the rule of thirds where it's like that's a Wiccan thing uh, where if you do something bad and or good to someone, it comes back to you threefold. So I am not going to be like summoning demons or an I mean, not on purpose. I might accidentally summon a demon. <laughs> the, but... way I, the way I've heard you and your friends are casting spells lately. Yeah, there's there's going to be some three footed monster in your future. <laughs> it could happen. I don't know. Um, but not on purpose. Certainly not on purpose. So we're going to talk a lot about stones. I'm going to try and do a stone and an herb um, every day, uh, every podcast. And um, I'm going to do just something that could talk about like what connects them. And then we'll do, you know, something like maybe chakra alignment or talking about energy or talking about different parts of being a witch, things like that. Are, are are you gonna do like step by step instructions on like how to cast spells, or is is that not a thing? Yeah, is that... maybe. Um, I already did two, one or two. I've done one or two okay. now, so I'll probably like talk about how they went, like my experience, because that that's one of my journals that I have. Is like anytime okay. I like cast a spell, I write down. But but there's no like. Two teaspoons of salt, add three eggs, none of that like step by step there, kind of a... There is, but I feel like like my other big thing is like magic is just energy. So you have to make the energy work with like you have to work with it. You don't control the energy. You're not in charge of it. You're just it's like being a lightning rod. Like you just point it the way you hope it's gonna go. But and the energy exists everywhere. So the spell is my golf club when I'm <laughs> Yes. All right. Yep. <laughs> okay. Yep. It's just like, <laughs> and then I get zapped, and then I turn around and touch my buddy and zap him. That's kind of how spells work. Yeah, you know, it's we nobody has, no matter what anyone says, they can or can't like they have the ability to do. Like we can't cure COVID with magic. We can't bring people back from the dead. Nor do you want to like that. Things like that. Like, if we could, do you think there would be any like there would be any sickness or any bad thing that ever happened in the world? Of course not. People would like find a way to fix everything. So it's just the controlling of energy and things like that. Like, yeah, right. I was gonna say like we we would have weaponized this by now. Like, oh, totally. The U.S. Would government be... would have like had like the the army, the navy, the marines, the witches. I mean, watch any. Like, watch any anime or anything with witchcraft in it. Yeah. Fucking. There's some academy <laughs> with the general as the principal, yeah. Listen, we play D&D. We definitely use our spells for bad all the time. <laughs> you guys are working for a government agency that's I, sending your asses around the I'm world. I'm a 10-year-old warlock who blew up my childhood home with a fireball, like. Yeah, but that's because you're angsty. Yeah, I'm 10. I play one. I play a 10-year-old. I play a 10-year-old. <laughs> That's a whole other thing to get into, too, but... Um, <laughs> it's a different podcast entirely. It's a whole different podcast. But yeah, so that's, I guess, a little bit about me and my journey. Um, I don't... I'm not going to pretend like I know everything about everything. That's not why I'm here. I'm here to... I literally know nothing about anything. That's why <laughs> I'm here. He's here so that when I forget that not everyone knows everything that I'm saying, he can kind of rein me back in. Plus, what else is he going to do? Plus, I'm fun to look at. He's all right. That's a podcast joke. All right. You got a face for radio. <laughs> okay. All right. First major topic or your first major episode. 
of your first major podcast. It's true. All of those are true. Um, the stone we're going to talk about today is super, super special to me. Actually, I don't. I don't mean to interrupt, sure. but I do want to point out to the audience: if you're if you're in a relationship and a witch is involved, either you are the witch or you're dating the witch. Rocks are like the best gift ever. They're like $4 (laughs) on Amazon. You just buy them a rock and then you tell them that there's some magic power involved. And then you just hand it to them and their eyes light up and they love you for it. You're like, it's it's fucking pink rock. It's pink rock here. I hate you. (laughs) 90% of my fucking Christmas gifts were rocks. (laughs) If that's how you want to put it. They were expensive, some of them. I mean, they were great. I'm very happy about it. So this is the rock we're going to use today. Do you want to see it? I can see it. I so, don't think the crowd can. No, they can't, but I'm going to post it, so it's going to be fine. This is a rainbow moonstone. Okay. And it's actually not technically a moonstone. It's a white labradorite, technically. Um, mm-hmm. If you care about hardness of stones... It's a six, I think. Yeah, six six to a six point five on the Mohs hardness scale hardness scale. That's I had no idea why when I first started out. Y'all, this is important because if a stone is too soft, you cannot soak it in things like moon water to like cleanse it or recharge it. Okay. Hold on. It's bad for the rock. Okay, hold on. Hardness as in your fingernail is a five? Is that right? Yeah, yeah I'll, well, I'll let you know because I actually pulled it up. And, it's a interesting. Di- and a diamond is a 10? A diamond is a 10. Okay. Um, your, I remembered something from chemistry. Yeah, your fingernail is actually like a 2.5. Oh, all right. Um, I don't know if you know what talc is, what I think they make talcum powder out of. Okay. Prehaps, that's a one. Did you just say prehaps? Yes, I did. Never mind, all right. So, like, what is wood? What is wood like a 0.5? I don't know what wood is, but like a steel, this is like a steel nail is a 6.5. Okay. All right. All right. I get that. I I work with tools a lot. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. I figured I would put okay. it in terms right. that you can understand, plus it's what's on my screen right now, so. All right. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I think a quartz, I think quartz is a seven. If a stone is too soft, you can't put it in water and, like, so a thing for recharging your gemstones or rocks, as Ted's going to refer to them, um, is leaving them in moon water overnight um, or cleansing them with salt water, things like that. So for stones that are on the softer side, you have to be careful or it will actually damage the stone. It can even break it. Like So this is... It. So what I'm getting out of this is kind of like sticking a battery in a charger that doesn't belong in. Like I wouldn't hook a double A battery up to like a the back end of a yeah, car jumper you, cable. You need to find a different way to charge it. Yeah. And we okay. can we'll talk on a different ep- I need to be writing all this stuff down. We'll talk about on a different episode about charging stones and See, I'm helpful. You are helpful. <laughs> this is a six point five on the most hardness scale. Should be okay to charge it in water. Should be. So, so like, what what would be the threshold for charging in water? So, anything from one to six on the hardness scale is considered a soft stone. Okay. So, if it's up to six, 
So this is like on. This is like just over. It's barely over though. Right. So maybe be careful. I said it was fine earlier. Maybe I take it back now. See, I just learned something new too. Mm-hmm. That's what this is all going to be about. So, I'm helping. <laughs> are you just going to keep repeating that the entire fucking podcast? No, last time I said I did something. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, so one to six is considered a soft stone and you should be careful putting them in water. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's a good question. So I picked this stone because it is a stone for new beginnings and new endeavors. When I first picked all of my stones and something that I would suggest to you, any uh, new witch trying to get some new stones is to go into a store, metaphysical store, whatever you want, um, and physically look at and handle the stones that you see. And if one or several call to you, buy them. Then go home later and do your research. Start Googling. You can find there's so many resources for metaphysical and healing properties of stones. So yeah. take them home. So when I brought also, this also, one home. while you're handling, wash your hands. Yeah. Yeah. COVID's real. Um, the My metaphysical store, they give you a little glove so you can pick them up. But, you know, you're not getting your nasty germs all over everybody's mm-hmm. stones. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So this was the first one that I researched. Uh, you know, interestingly enough. So did you research by properties? Did you research by uh, its core values? Did you research? <laughs> I So I literally, I just type in, whenever I look up stones, I type in the name of the stone and witchy properties or just properties or metaphysical properties or whatever. And oh, you'll okay. get. So you, you search by the mineral, not the, not the reverse end of it. Yes. Like you didn't you didn't look for a, a stone that's good for a new beginning. Not not this time. Um I have done that before where like if someone asks me like I need a stone that's good for anxiety. I need a stone that's good for wealth. I need a stone that's good for etc. You know whatever. Okay. Is there a lot of overlap in it? Yeah. So like there you, really you'll get is. a bunch of stones that's good for new beginnings and you get so yeah. uh, well well I guess what else is the labradite good for? So it's good for Aligning your chakras and allowing energy to flow. It's got calming and relaxing energies. Maintains helps you maintain mental clarity throughout the day. I'm it glad will you that up. <laughs> shield your aura from negative vibrations, and it's you should utilize it as the moon, which is something that I found really really interesting. A thing that I read when I was looking this up that I even wrote down because I thought it was great. When working with the stone, imagine yourself as the moon growing to your fullest potential and then resetting to begin anew. So like a lunar cycle? Yeah. Okay. So um, also ease the stress, anxiety of trying new things. So. Okay. So it, it like removes the trepidation of you venturing into a new thing. Right. Okay. So um, and just like the moon resets every month um and grows to its fullest potential you all right can so so this so this stone is literally like get back on a horse like, yeah all right i think so yeah i mean that's I, that's what i would you know compare it to at least also the coach stone the coach stone i also i like to do history on stones i don't know if we can get into like some of that stuff it might be it's up to you it might it's be your, fucking here it's forever. your show um 
I might break down like individual histories and stuff depending on we'll see how it goes in the future. Give um, us some feedback. If you want to hear that kind of stuff, let us know. Yeah, if it's something that you're interested in, if you give a shit about where stones come from and I care, but I don't know if everyone cares. I always like to know like where they're found. Like for example, this one's found in Mexico, Madagascar, Poland, Australia. So I find like things, everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> I find stuff like that interesting. Um maybe you do, maybe you don't. Let me know. I find it on Amazon. Gonna... All right, that yep, that's two. I'm done. <laughs> um also I'm big into healing properties as well. So not just metaphysical properties, but what it can do for your health also. So we're gonna talk about that a little bit. So for the moonstone, um supportive of insomnia. Helps you helps get rid of insomnia. Where did one. you hide this next to my bed? Like, <laughs> is it in my pillowcase? Because the last like two weeks I've been sleeping pretty damn good. That's really weird. It wasn't the last two weeks. It's so the reason that I picked this stone was because I actually used this for my very first new moon circle, which I'll talk about at a different time. How those go? Actually, that's probably a good thing to talk about on this one because we're going to talk a lot about about the moon. Yeah, so I used it for my first new moon circle, um, which so I thought it would be good to use it for my first podcast also. Okay. So, but it was sitting above the bed for like a month in September, I think it was. Ooh. Maybe October? Mm. September yeah, or October. I didn't sleep very good in those months. I don't I don't know. Maybe, <laughs> maybe you just vacuumed up all of its power. Maybe that's possible. So yeah, that's so that's my that is our friend the the rainbow moonstone. All right, which brings me to the herb of the day. So we're gonna stay on the moon track. I'm gonna pick a flower that is energized by the moon. The moon flower. No, jasmine. <laughs> Way off. <laughs> also called belladonna. Hmm. Oh, I thought belladonna was poisonous maybe i'm thinking about something else i've got this i've got some some things about jasmine and maybe you're like me and you connect things with the elements um so the element for jasmine is water okay and its celestial influences are the moon and venus okay um and you're gonna find it in persia and west asia that's where it grows. Um, I got a little bit of it here. All right. And Pic- I also pictures have a- up on Instagram, I'm assuming. Mm-hmm. Okay. I've also got um a little cat climbing my chair. So if you hear the sweet, sweet sounds of nails. claws, <laughs> nails digging, and fabric, <laughs> nails and fabric, that's what that is. Jasmine is supposed to inspire poets and dreamers and diviners. It's got a, I'm a dreamer. <laughs> it's got a great smell. The smell I'm of jasmine is awesome. Oh my god, I hate you. It's it's sensual. Mm-hmm. If you carry it or wear it, it elicits um energy for attracting valuable manifestations. So lots of manifestation work bringing great things to you. Yeah, baby. <laughs> um promoting courage. To explore unknown opportunities. So we're back to connecting okay. with that. All I'm, right. I'm loving the connections. I'm here for it. Uh, opportunities for added wealth or profound love. 
Okay. Uh, also good for sleep and dreams, sometimes prophetic dreams. Oh. Um, so for the healing properties of jasmine, you can make it into tea or use it um, for anointing oils for your meditation. Oh. It's good for a spritz on <laughs> your tools, um, chalices, mirrors, your face. Oh, witchy tools. Yeah, witchy tools. I was like, what the fuck is it going to do for a hammer? <laughs> I mean, I don't know, honestly. <laughs> like, you know what? Maybe. It's totally, I. you know what? I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna, spr- yeah, spray, I'm down, gonna spray down my tools. And I'm see. gonna spray down your tools and see if uh, if wealth and profound love come to you. <laughs> so I put my heart and soul into this house. <laughs> um, it's good for cleansing, charging crystals. So, um, if you're gonna make uh, uh, just touching on other ways to charge crystals, if you've got some potpourri. Which is just dried flowers. Yeah, I got that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, you gave me a weird look when I said potpourri. I was just wondering, like, okay, I can't put it in water, so I got to put it in a flower? <laughs> yeah, dried flowers. All right. All you right. can stick it in this yep. this bag I got here of, of these dried flowers. <laughs> it just reminded me, like, well, stick your cell phone in a bag of rice, it'll be good. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> Not wrong, honestly. I mean, it essentially is just sticking your sticking your stone in a in a bag of flowers and hoping for the best. Yeah, that you know, you switch out a couple of words in that sense. It's normally what I do. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you can also again put it in a like under your pillow for for good dreams. And then, actually, fun fact that I just learned. Is that jasmine and olive are in the same family? Huh. So Would, that's wouldn't have guessed that. Fascinating. Nope. I know. Neither would I. It is the national flower of Syria, Hawaii, and Thailand. So okay. So that's pretty cool. I thought that hibiscus was the national flower of Hawaii, but maybe I'm wrong. I didn't. I didn't, had never once ever thought about the national flower of, of anything. Oh, national. You can't be a national flower of Hawaii. Yeah. The state flower. Sure. <laughs> but I mean, they also had actual countries in there too. So I think they just went national and called it like, a day. Fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> um, there are now native species of jasmine everywhere except for Antarctica and North America. <laughs> Sorry, North America. No jasmine for us. I get it. Like, <laughs> That's fair. We're we don't, stuck up as shit. We don't deserve fucking... things. Really, we don't. Uh, no. Jasmine opens at night, so that's why it's a moonflower. So, like, from 10 to 2? I don't know when fucking <laughs> night flowers open, whenever night flowers open. Fucking. It's like, I was just wondering business hours, but all right. <laughs> it's not a fucking strip club. <laughs> it should be. Jasmine's. I'd go there. <laughs> it opens at sundown. Opens at sundown. Just like other things. You know, I don't know what I was expecting you doing a have. podcast with you, you but have. this is exactly what I what I should have been expecting. Yep. You should have been ready. <laughs> I should have been ready. Let's do a witchy podcast. All right. I'm gonna make uh, oh, I'm I'm not gonna make fun of it. I'm gonna make jokes. That's <laughs> not what happened. I said I'm gonna do a witchy podcast and you said you have to have a co host. I'm in. <laughs> so I said 
okay. <laughs> that's, that's pretty accurate. Not exactly <laughs> accurate, but that's pretty accurate. So something that I try to do, um, something that I started doing a couple of months into this journey, um, I was lucky enough to have this, like I said, amazing, amazing witchy store um, near us. It's right, o- right up the road. Yeah, that- we live in a town of 80,000 people. Like having a store like this... It's hard to find in a huge city, yeah. more or less, in a place like, like totally, where we live. Totally, totally, and it's amazing. Love it. Um, and they're, they've been trying to do it every month, um, but obviously, you know, they, they do it as they can, um, which is fine. But they started this thing called a new moon ritual. So it's very, very common for witches of all practices to you know follow the moon and stars and the sun and and things like that some kind of celestial body celestial bodies yeah so what's really great is for the new moon or they call it the dark moon sometimes um if you're into hecate or um some of the i think it's diana also she's referred to um some other goddesses uh, that have to do with the moon, which we may get into at some point. Um, they call it the dark moon. And it's a time for letting go. And like I was talking about with the the rainbow moonstone, you know, starting something new. New beginnings, setting new intentions, letting go of old garbage. So they started this ritual... Um, it was just a handful of us and it was over zoom. It was amazing. Um, and we all wrote down several intentions that I know we, where this is going. <laughs> we wrote down several intentions. Um, and you burn them. You write down the things that you want to, you don't have to do the things you want to let go. Um, but that's what I always do. I always burn the things that I want to let go. Um, and then some people also burn the, their intentions for, for the month for the new moon but i like to keep mine because i want to read them like i want to use them and remind myself of them so i pick a stone whatever stone i'm feeling um right now i think it's my oh gosh i think it's is it appetite it might be appetite right now i can't remember what stone i'm currently working with um whatever stone you feel is right maybe a stone that matches a particular intention that you want to set, then you write down things as if you've already had them. So whenever you're bringing things to you, it's really important that you write it as if you already have it. So you don't say... So the the fake it until you make it mentality. Totally. So you okay. don't say like... Because that's the part I had trouble with. I was like, but I... I I don't want it anymore. I already had it, so it, uh, yeah. Right, totally, and it's it is actually something that most people struggle with. Um, so the wording has to be as if you already have it. So instead of "I want to lose weight" or "I will lose weight," you say "I weigh X amount," like I currently weigh that. Okay. Or instead of saying like "I want a new car," you say "I have a new car." And you can be as specific or unspecific as you want. It's all about your intention and how you feel. 
but write it as if you already have it. When you're banishing things away from you, it doesn't matter. You don't have to be that specific. You just like, and the, I, my personal opinion on why this works is that <laughs> negative emotions are, and wanting to get shit away from you is way stronger than convincing ourselves that we have things that we don't already have. It's hard to lie to yourself and like put yourself in like the shoes of if you like already had it. Okay. It's really easy to say, get this fucking shit away from me. Right. Not as like, easy. Like if I were just going to chant, I'm single, I'm single. Wow. I'm si- <laughs> <laughs> Such an asshole. Um, See how quickly that works? She got mad at me. She wanted to leave. <laughs> and now he's single. Look at that. <laughs> Intention setting, people. It works. <laughs> <laughs> um. So it's important. And I really, really believe this, that. Things like fear and anger and negative emotions are so strong and positive emotions aren't as strong. Um, at least not as strong without work. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I see the same things happening at work. It, a lot of the breakdowns that we have, a lot of what goes on where issues are common, a lot of stress is developed from, I can't do this. We don't have this. We need this. Instead of just being like, get through it. When you come out the other side, we'll we'll figure it out. Um, and that's kind of that's like that's been the big theme of twenty twenty. I think for a lot of people, totally, hundred percent. But yeah, all right, all right, yeah, I can tie that into the this uh, this spell. Yeah, so write you write it as if you already had it. So you know whatever it is you want. So. For me, I had a really, really hard time when we first got here feeling like this was home. So that was something that I spent several new moons writing as an intention was, I am home. This is my home. My intentions so, well, I mean, I can't really say not that. I was going to say my intentions can't really be proved that they worked, but my other one, I found out earlier this year that my mom had cancer and my very the very first set of intentions that I wrote the very first new moon ritual that I had was my mom is healthy and she had two different people like physically touch her or hug her or kiss her on the cheek that ended up with COVID and having COVID that and she never caught it never had it even with cancer and being in and out of the hospital as much as she was. And she never had it. And then now is in remission. So like wow. for me, I will call that a win. Like I'll call that a win for intention setting. You can like, you know, say it works or doesn't work all you want. But it's all about your intention and believing that like another part of that's important with intention setting is to once you write it and you believe it and you if you burn it, then burn it. Um, for me, I like to see them every day and keep repeating them. Um, you gotta like let it go after a certain point. You have to like release it and believe that it's working. Yeah, and and that's the key to all this, right? It's not just like writing some dumb phrase on the mirror, and you know, when you're brushing your teeth every morning, you see it, and you're like, yeah, I gotta make that happen. And then when you walk out the door, you you forget it, right? Yeah. So, like, the point here is, like, you, you put your thoughts into a little paper ball and you burn it and it gets sent into the, uh, the, I don't know what you call it. Um, Whatever the, you want to call it. The flizzle-flazzle, <laughs> as they 
zipping around the air around you. Jesus Christ. <laughs> well, it's magic, right? What kind of... The, the Alakazabra. The, the zickety-zam. The flizzle-flazzle. You heard it here first. Yep. It is the flizzle-flazzle. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> My beliefs about energy are that you can't create something out of nothing. It has yeah. to already exist. You are only, like I said, you're a lightning rod pointing it in a direction you hope that it will go and that you believe it will go. Yeah, I mean, physicists even believe that. And like, totally. Matter can't be created or destroyed, only transformed. So it right. becomes energy. So, right. And we'll, like, I want to talk, you know, in more depth as we, you know, move on with the podcast about energy transfer and things that I've learned about, you know, when you banish something, you have to put something in its place. You can't just mm. get rid of something. You also have to replace it with something positive. Mm. You can't just you can't just banish demons. You, gotta, you also got to replace them with positivity too. You got to so. Indiana Jones exactly like, trap trap defense. Totally, you gotta you gotta take that that idol in one hand and the bag of sand in the other, and you got to replace it, or else you get crushed by the big. So I guess a lot ball. of a lot of the practice involved is making sure there's not too much sand. I guess I never really thought about it that way, but sure. <laughs> All right. I'll entertain could, this witchcraft could, idea a little longer. We could definitely explore that. I think it's a it's a good thought. All right. Uh, do, do we have anything else to learn tonight? Go over? No, that's that's pretty much all I have. Um, I guess my biggest thing for all of you, if you're here and you're just starting out and things are scary, is just hold on to your metaphorical rainbow moonstone and... It's a journey. It's not, it's really scary. And I remember feeling extremely overwhelmed when I first started. Like, how am I ever going to remember what every single fucking stone and every single fucking herb does? Like, there are girls out there who can tell you, and guys, I'm sorry, we're not going to be, we're inclusive in this bitch. Everyone is fucking allowed. I don't care what you look like or who you have sex with or what kind of genitals you have. If you even have them, it's not a big deal. Uh, okay, real quick, <laughs> real quick. Is there a male witch? Do you still call it a witch? Yeah. Is it a different word? I is think, it a witcher? Is uh, it a? I think for everyone, it's just up to you, like whatever you want to be called. Um, but male, there are male witches too. I think that the whole like trying to call them warlocks is sort of an outdated kind of a thing. I think there's yeah, the the warlock thing is like you sold your soul for. Well, I guess uh, <laughs> depending on who you're talking to, the witchy thing is like that as well. It's not D and D. You didn't. <laughs> you didn't warlocks. get powers from nowhere. <laughs> you uh, have a patron. No, that's. Uh, I mean, there are there are witches that have patrons. So, um, and spirit guides and all kinds of stuff. So. We'll talk about all that, but I am sorry. I did not mean to. We're going to be inclusive here. I'm gonna. Everyone's allowed, and whatever you want or practice or look yeah. like, or that's fine um, with me. But bring your bring your so to listen to this podcast. As totally. you know, Sky learns things and then tries to teach them to me, and I'm you know <sighs> here he for it. He tries, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, if you feel like there are people out there who they just. They just, you feel like they just know everything. You're just like, they know what every color of candle stands for. They know what every. Wait a minute. Colors of candles? Yeah, that's a whole other oh, thing. Oh, God. They're, they know what every, like, there's color magic. They know everything about sigils and all kinds of rituals and what every zodiac sign 
means and all of these things and you so just feel these like- are all connected mm-hmm. so the horoscope people are also with the stone people Not necessarily are- right. everyone does their own thing Oh, is um, this the classification thing we were talking about? Is that? Yeah, could uh... be. You don't have, like, just because you like Zodiac stuff and, and astrology doesn't mean necessarily that you're a witch. But there are witches who are super into astrology. Oh, right. So, you know, if you are sitting here and you're feeling like you really want to get into this, but it just feels like a lot, I totally get it. I have been there. I was there. I fully understand. Um, it's scary and it's a, it feels like a lot and it feels really overwhelming. My advice for you is to just take it. My mom always used to say, how do you eat an elephant? One bite at a time. Just take it one step at a time. You don't have to, you don't have to know everything about everything right now. You don't have to throw yourself into astrology, into stones, into herbs, into candle magic into into all of these into knowing every fucking goddess you don't need to know all of those things right now just focus on the one thing that you're interested in right now and just let it grow organically from there shouldn't eat elephants they're endangered (laughs) please don't eat elephants what about whales i guess whales are endangered too yeah but God, how long is it going to take you to eat a whale? Do you know how much blubber? Your face would be ripped from just chewing. So, I hope you've enjoyed this podcast. I hope that you come back and listen to more. We're going to try to release them uh, on Wednesdays, hopefully, but don't hold me to that. We're both working adults. I can only produce so many podcasts in a week. I'm, you know, a fucking grown-up, and I have work, and Ted has work, and... So there'll be one week. I don't know when they'll come out, and we'll see. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.